Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we're speaking with Dr. Nabil Al-Yusuf. Dr. Al-Yusuf, Nabil, how are you? Very well. Thank you, Brad. It's great to have you on the program today. Um, Nabil has an incredible background. He has over 20 years of experience in public sector development, human development, and community development. So it's no surprise, as the chairman of Nabil Al-Yusuf and Associates, as well as the CEO at International Advisory Group Public Policy. He is very, very involved in public policy and public affairs. And so we'll be talking to him about all of the things that those, those operations are doing. But before we get there, Nabil, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career. Well, first of all, it's a pleasure to be here with you. And I started, uh, well, let's go back to my education. I went to school at uh, the University of Arizona. I got my bachelor's in industrial engineering, and then I went to Georgia Tech, got my master's from uh, uh, Georgia Tech in operations research. Oh, then great. I came back to Dubai, and uh, I worked for a bank. And the bank uh, had me uh, basically be in charge of a large textile mill. So at a young age, I was uh, able to be able uh, to take a, a leadership position, uh, and they taught me a lot about uh, business, mm -hmm. um, and particularly international business, because uh, this particular uh, textile company did not do business. Well, although it was based in the UAE, did not do business in the UAE. It imported raw, mater raw material from uh, Asian countries and exported to the European, American, and uh, Japanese market. So it kind of uh, gave me a good, uh, uh, opened my horizon in a sense for, uh, and gave me a good sense of business. Then uh, uh, I got my MBA from the University of Strathclyde in uh, Scotland. And I moved uh, jobs and changed my career to focus more on strategy. And I worked for Enoch, uh, the petroleum distribution company here in the UAE. But that was brief for about a year and a half. Then I was recruited to the executive office of uh, Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid, who's the uh, ruler of Dubai. And there, my really my career started uh, taking uh, a different uh, shape. I focused a lot on public policy, on the strategy of Dubai. As you know, Dubai went through a tremendous growth uh, in that period from the year 2000 till about 2010 when I was there. And it was really challenging and exciting to be a part of that. So I focused on uh, uh, the, uh, the strategic or the strategy of Dubai, uh, overall improving the, the governance and uh, uh, the way Dubai government works, and then uh, doing a lot of work on uh, developing the talent within the government of Dubai. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. I left in the year uh, 2009 and I started businesses basically alongside these areas that I, uh, stra- uh, you know, they, they were my core strength areas. So an international advisory group, we advise a lot of government entities on future thinking, on policies, on uh, uh, new and major initiatives and programs. And we also uh, do a lot of uh, work on uh, uh, developing their leadership, understanding the dynamics of public policy, how things change, how nations compete. And And then uh, I also uh, started Nabil Al-Yusuf and Associates. Uh, It's a company that uh, advises multinationals on public policy and public affairs. So a lot of, uh, you know, major uh, companies that come and set up here in the UAE, um, they need guidance to helping them to understand how the government works, how the government thinks, uh, how to influence decision making. And that's how, uh, uh, what I uh, do. It's, it's an amazing uh, set of activities. And I, I see obviously that, that theme of public affairs and public policy throughout and, and certainly working with all of those parties to make uh, sure that we're moving forward. And I, I, you know, we look at Dubai, Dubai, Dubai is such a future focused market. I think any, any person who's ever visited there you set foot in any building and we all dream to live in a building like the people live in Dubai. <laughs> so it's a, a wonderful market and, and the work that you're doing is really, really interesting. But let's, let's kind of explore it a little bit more. So tell me how the world of public policy and public affairs is shifting right now. Um, so because of the uh, uh, major changes uh, or developments in technology, a lot of times, public policy officials uh, find it uh, fairly difficult. First of all, to understand the implications of changes. You know, you have you know, things like you have uh, things like blockchain. You have data privacy. You have uh, these kind of issues. And the, the regulators or the public policy officials, uh, first of all, uh, need help in uh, grasping what that means the implications and all that. And uh, for the uh, other uh, side of the coin, uh, multinationals like Stripe, Google, and all that, they need uh, someone to guide them through how to influence decision-making here and make it uh, make their presence non-threatening to uh, regulators and uh, kind of help them work hand in hand together. You know, the, the desire is for new concepts, new strategies, new innovations to be pushed forward. However, we find out that the regulatory world really needs to be alongside and, and support. So, I mean, how do you navigate that? It, I mean, clearly you guys are succeeding because... You know, I think I joked before we started, Nabil, you know, they've launched the future museum of the future in Dubai. You guys are moving very quickly with a lot of these activities. How do you get regulation forward so quickly? 
So uh, the DNA of uh, the country of the UAE is such that it wants to move very quickly. It wants to be uh, a leader when it comes to uh, uh, progressive thinking and futuristic thinking. Uh, so half of the battle is won that way because there is a willingness uh, uh, to move forward. But then uh, there is always also that uh, reservation of, do I really understand the impact? And uh, um, for example, how uh, will uh, freedom of data movement affect the security and privacy of our uh, citizens? So the, uh, the way then to do it is uh, really to, to, to help them understand and navigate that through taking different examples from different countries, how they have uh, tackled these situations, what are the best practice in, in these areas, how can we adapt some of these policies to fit our environment. So that's, that's the main uh, way that usually we approach these things, by understanding how uh, others have done it and what suits us and advising on that. Over the last couple of years, we've been living through this uh, moment, this pandemic moment. And I can only imagine that public affairs and public policy has uh, been at the forefront and, and right in the, the crosshairs of pretty much every, every decision, uh, certainly on the medical side of things. And so just be curious to see, as we come out of this, um, what insights uh, are you seeing? What, what changes are starting to occur that you've been able to see and able to apply to the way you operate your businesses and uh, approach public policy in general? A lesson that we learn as a business is to uh, stay agile. It's very important to uh, be able to anticipate changes and uh, work uh, according uh, to them. Uh, in terms of public policy uh, and public affairs, uh, if there was a doubt in the past, before the pandemic, that uh, certain technologies will take over or you know we're heading a certain way these doubts are gone right. i mean uh, it's clear that uh, even if you try to fight certain you know trends you just can't because the whole world is moving and you need to move with it and uh, so so what we're finding uh, here is that it, it's become easier for uh, for example for us to to uh, lobby on behalf of tech companies, um, for example, when it comes to digital payments or when it comes to data privacy and data flaws uh, and all that, uh, it becomes easier to argue that, you know, this is an international threat, this is where the world is going, and let's even take advantage of it because, you know, for example, uh, 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 data, uh, uh, the economist coined that phrase uh, that uh, data is the new oil. How can we as a country uh, take advantage of uh, you know, uh, that new resource and be at the forefront of uh, uh, the data analytics and commercialization of data? 
this being a moment where any of the barriers that that people had or companies had towards some of these new concepts have have evaporated or disappeared, yes. right? I, I love that. I, I think you're spot on on that point. And so, I mean, as we look forward into you know 2022, do you see that acceleration continuing, or what? What are the key priorities this year? So, I think uh, the governments in general and uh, and our region specifically are focusing a lot on uh, building the uh, up the, dig- uh, the digital economy mm-hmm. and that me does not mean just you know uh, encouraging e-commerce and all that but also building the the, the foundations for the right uh, for for the digital economy to grow whether it's uh, you know attracting talent or uh, putting the right laws and regulations yeah and all that and i think that will continue and that will also spur a lot of innovation and uh, uh, and from entrepreneurs here in our part of the world if the focus is on digital acceleration, then Dubai continues to be uh, the place to be in the present and in the future. We've been speaking with Dr. Nabil Al Yusuf today. It's been amazing to speak to you. He is the chairman of Nabil Al Yusuf and Associates, as well as the CEO at the International Advisory Group, Public Policy. He is at the forefront of public affairs and public policy based in Dubai, and so obviously uh, very, very involved with the activities there. Uh, It's been amazing to speak to you, and we can see that you're really kind of getting that blend of policy and and, uh, government involvement with innovation at the right stage in the right way is absolutely critical. And I absolutely agree with you 100% that we are living in a moment where some of those barriers seem to have fallen by the wayside. Sometimes I joke that, you know, that one person that that sits on every board that always said no to everything, suddenly everyone's ignoring that guy. (laughs) So, Nabil, if if someone wanted to... Absolutely. Absolutely, right? And so if someone wanted to reach you, Nabil, uh, where should they they find you? Well, uh, through our website, uh, iag.sg and uh, nabilyusuf.ae. And uh, I can share with you my email. Well, thank you so much for being on the program today. And we look forward to having you back. Thank you very much, Ben. I really appreciate it. Cheers. Thank you, Ben.